Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat, and I will be your host. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 45 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com. Tonight, we are talking about effectiveness essentials. First off, we have PSI facilitator Tim O'Kelly. Tim started his journey in personal growth in 1988 when he attended all of the PSI courses. He made a decision to make this his life's work and became a trainer in 1991. He is passionate and loves this work. Tim, are you with us? I sure am. Thank you very much, Kat. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm very, very uh, excited. I've been, this seems like it's been a long time uh, waiting for this moment. So, um, I, I want to thank Cat. Uh, I want to thank uh, PSI Seminars, Ms. Wilhite, for allowing me to have this uh, this platform to to share something that is really really important. Uh, and because uh, you know that what we're working with on this is, is the essentials uh, uh, to be effective. Um, and so what I want to what I want to jump right into is just a couple of things before we get into the work. Um, to get your mind set, get your mind right. And so, uh, for the people who have done our trainings, you'll remember in the uh, basic course on the second set on Friday, we did a piece on listening. Okay. So this is just a reminder to allow yourself tonight to, to sit and listen the third way. Um, remembering the third way is to not let yourself go to, oh, I already know that or I agree with that. This isn't something that you will listen to and figure out if you want to agree or disagree with it. And you'll, you'll see that's not kind of, that's not this kind of a talk. So to really allow yourself to just go, Hmm, and not agree or disagree, uh, and let it in. And then the other one is just an effective way, um, to listen or to take notes. If you're going to is, um, to imagine that you were to have to go teach this tomorrow or the next day. Maybe you can, in your mind, think you're going to go teach it to your family, go teach it to your children, you know. Um, and it's been proven that if you have that mindset that you're going to teach this to some people, you actually hear it very different. You take it in with the level of importance that we don't when we're just listening for ourselves. So it's a great little tool to use. So be here now, be present, uh, and let's go. I'm very excited about this. So one thing that, another thing I want to do is to go back to, uh, third set. No, that's actually second. Now I think about second set on Friday. Also, we do something called the value circles and remembering that our behavior. Okay. So we're talking about effectiveness. So the things that we do, D-O, actions that we take. So to be more effective, to set your schedule, to 
to get those things done on your schedule, to to get up and to move and to make things happen, right? Doing. Effectiveness is a lot of doing. One thing that we I think we forget is that we don't control our behavior. We have behaviors. We don't control them if you understand the value circle. We don't control our emotions. What does, according to the value circles, is the way we think. The way that you and I show up right now, so however productive we are right now, uh, the actions that we're taking, the, the things we're getting done, the ways that that is happening is solely based on the way that we are thinking right now. So if we want to be effective and we want to be productive, it's not necessarily what we've got to do is take a look at, I just got to get up earlier. I just got to go do, I just got to go. We're attempting to change a behavior and it doesn't work for very long. And it's like the old adage, you go, you, you go to the gym once you get your membership and you go for really, you know, two or three weeks and then it's hard to do it again. Uh, same kind of thing. Uh, and so what this is, is not the doing. When we change a perspective, the behavior is automatic. Please hear that. That was one of the greatest lessons I got out of the basic course, 1988. That my behavior changes automatically when I am willing to change the way I'm thinking. And that's what we're going to do here on this is a way to think different. And it's a, it, it really is an easy one. Uh, and it's one that I think uh, sticks easily with people that you can always go back to in your mind and, and retune if you, if you would. So what we're going to take on is a, a thought process tonight. <clears throat> um, and so what I want to do is I want to start um, this, this idea with Three distinctions regarding the realm of time and space. Three distinctions in the realm of time and space. Meaning, <clears throat> one of them will be called my business. As you're listening, it would be, you would say, my business. Okay. So, my business is my life. Okay. My business is my financial situation. My business are or my emotions, my business is my, my health, my, my, right? My business, what's going on in my life, my beliefs, the functions of my nervous system, my behavior, all that, that's my business, okay? Now, the next distinction is your business. So obviously your business is all the other people that are in your life, their business their health, their relationships, their struggles, their breakthroughs, their great times, their bad times, their, that's called their business. And then, now if you want to do a little modification on this last one, feel free to. Um, I just want to, I want to share it the way that I was trained in it. And that would be, the third one is God's business. If, if you need to change that name, absolutely. Whatever it is for you, higher power, whatever. But what the point, I think the point is more important than the name. Um, so that would be, you know, really it's in, in, to, in what's going on today, a, a, a pandemic, 
Okay. Floods, um, weather, um, hurricanes, and those things that are so big that, that we know we have no control over, really. Okay, so we have my business, your business, and then God's business. Okay. So <clears throat> I want you to imagine now that you're, um, you have a, a business. And it's on the corner of a, of a, you know, wonderful, wonderful intersection, right? Maybe like an old town, you know, and you've got your business. So I want you to visualize this. I want you to visualize your business. Um, it's on the corner too. So I want you to visualize that you're standing out front sweeping in the morning and you look up to your sign and it's got your name and then whatever business you want, right? So play with me for a second. That's your business. Okay. Now across the street. There's another business, right? And that's, you can make up anybody's name and you see their business over there. Okay. My business is my store, my business on my corner. Your business is the other one across the street. Okay. Now, what happens when I leave my business and walk across the street and go into your business? And start telling you what you should do. Start telling you what you're not doing right. Start giving you criticism. What's happening to my business? And I really do think that's an effective picture. Because it's obvious then what happens to your business. Is it's not working. It, 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 you can even go one step further. You often feel alone. Because there's nobody in your business, right? You're in somebody else's. And so your business is alone. Your business is lonely. Your business is not working. So the idea is to stay in your business. If you really want to be super effective and you want to be productive, this is going to work. It's challenging. It's going to work, though. So that's the general idea. Stay in your business. Now we're going to break this down. So what it looks like to be in other people's business, okay? This is something I say it a lot in classes, and it's kind of one of those points that the next time you give advice to someone, make sure they've paid you first, okay? Isn't that good? To before this is the challenging part before you give advice to someone else make sure they have paid you first meaning that your advice that they are paying for comes from some level of experience training education that is worthy of someone paying for the advice so if you're not getting paid stop giving advice now i know that's challenging especially in today in today's times but if you really look at it when we get in other people's business and tell them how they should live their life you need to break up with that son of a right that you know or i know what's best for somebody else and then we get on facebook we get on social media and then we engage and and, and and tell people, you know, you see it. I hate to even say it, but it's true. You see it sometimes. People are idiots. And if people would just, you know, to, to get engaged and then start talking that way about 
humanity and people and um, what it does to our system, right? To get out of other people's business. And here's another one that you can remember. What other people think of you is none of your business. What other people think of you is none of your business. Get out of their business. Okay, got it? So the, that's good. I love that one, okay? Um, God's business, right? You wouldn't know what that would be. Um, thinking that we have some degree of control over it or else we wouldn't get angry. Whenever we get angry, there's usually a sense of a loss of control, right? That this shouldn't be happening right now. It should not be this way. I remember this in basic course. No one likes to be should upon even yourself. I should, you should, they should, God should, God shouldn't, right? This shouldn't be happening. High level resistance, okay? So the idea here is to watch ourselves of how much we get into other people's business and stay focused on your business. And now I want to take that to the most effective and deepest place that we can go to. So my business, okay, this is where our leadership trainings come in. So my business is another way of saying leadership of self. And that everybody who's been to leadership knows exactly what I'm talking about. LS, leadership of self, LS. That's not really what it stands for, but it fits, right? And not about leading the world. It's not about leading people, not about leading governments. It's about leading self. And that's another way of saying, stay in your business, lead yourself. Now, maybe when you start taking that on a high level, maybe people want to follow you. That's a different story. That's a different conversation. Leadership of self. And now what I want to do is I want to, I want to add something to that that we don't do in our leadership trainings, but it's just a little one of those things that help us remember things. You don't have to have a title. You don't have to have a position to take leadership. You know what I mean by that is, is well, when I get that position, I will. You know, a sad thing in the world today is, you know, there's a lot of conversation out there. You give me that great job, then I'll work hard. There's only one place that I know of that you get the goods before you pay. There's only one place. Now, I'm not saying that there's more. I don't know of any. But there's only one place I know that you get the goods or the treats before you pay, and that's a restaurant. Everything else, you pay first. You pay first. You work hard to earn that position versus you give me that position, I'll work hard, right? So could everybody who's on this call tonight and everywhere else take leadership in the place that you're standing right now? Take leadership right now on the call. Now, remember, I'm not talking about leading people. So I'm not talking about jumping on the call and, and now moving this call someplace. No, it's leadership of self. That how are you even listening, right? What is your mindset as you're listening? Is it one of the highest levels that you can imagine? 
And if it's not, raise it. That's what a leader would do, right? It's not about being perfect. It's about being aware. And if I find myself being casual, I find myself having my mind go other places. Is that what a leader does? It's to stop, recognize it, and get back, be present. That if you're digging a ditch, leadership of self, you've heard, the, you've heard it before. If you're going to dig a ditch, dig the best ditch. Own it. There was a guy. I got really emotional about this, too. There was a security guard on TV the other day. Uh, he was at some hospital. And he has been working there for years. And during this pandemic, what he does is he waits by the door where all the doctors and nurses leave their shift and they go out this door. And he, he's an older man, too. And he is standing out on the walkway there cheering for them. He is jumping up and down and cheering for them. For the first one gets the same amount of energy as the last one coming out that door. See, that to me is leadership of self. That wherever I stand, that I'm taking personal leadership. Personal leadership to do what I'm doing right now the best that I can do. And then I have a moment right now. And you start to see, watch how productive you get. Because your, your behavior will change automatically. Your behavior will change automatically. Okay? So... What I want to do is I want to give you an acronym, if you're willing to, to play with it, take it uh, or not. And it's the word, I think it's a word that is dear to all of us, right, who, who have done the classes. I think it's a very, very powerful word. It's called, it, the word is imagine. So it's an acronym. So I, is if you're going to take leadership in what you're doing, no matter what you're, it doesn't matter what. Seriously, if you're doing dishes, do the best dishes. If you're cooking, grilling last night, absolutely leadership of now doing the best grilling. So now I stands for innovation. All leaders know that one. What is innovation? <laughs> Intervention. What is innovation? Innovation is new, searching for new. Searching for new ways, searching for better ways, searching for uh, new procedures, new, 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 uh, new services, always looking at new instead of resting on past. And boy, I tell you, in today's times, is that not more important now than ever? Is we all are thinking, I should not say that, I, I can't say that, um, how valuable it would be if we were all thinking in a innovation way. What's a new way? If it's money that you're struggling with, what's a new way that I'm going to bring money in? We've had to do it in PSI seminars. We've had live classes for 47 years, longest running seminar company in the United States. We're having to change too, right? That's what leadership does is not resist change. Does not resist change at all because everything is changing. A leader will constantly look at new. So innovation Okay, so imagine M, mastery. In essence, mastery is knowing all of the elements that are involved in your business, your service, your product, whatever it may be, to learn all the elements of it. 
to practice the elements of it for long periods of time. Okay. Mastery of washing dishes. Mastery of cooking. Now, and, and the reason I say this is I know that it works just from personal experience that I, and I, I didn't know these things back then, but when I got in the restaurant business as a young man, for some reason, I did this. And I think it was because of a book I was reading from Dr. Wayne Dyer, The Sky's the Limit back then. And he talked about that when he was young, he was a bagger at a grocery store and all the other baggers would have one lane. And he thought that was not right. So he wanted to see if he could do three lanes at one time. He wasn't paid to do that. And so he, he wanted to do that. He wanted to see how good he could get, how far he could go when everybody else is doing one. And I will say this, that if we apply just this right now to whatever we will doing, there is a law in this universe. You can call it law elevation if you want. That when you are mastering something, you will be pulled to a higher level. You'll be pulled to a higher uh, responsibility. Like this security guard, guarantee. Now, he can keep that security guard job and be as happy as can be. Because see, leadership of self is not about money. Money will come. But it's in that moment right now. And he might be as happy and he does not want more response. That, but he gets that choice now. Right. And I don't know if you've heard this San Francisco back when the day when you crossed the Golden Gate Bridge and you paid a toll. There was a guy in there who was just a party. He was flamboyant. He was lively. He, every person he wanted to just make a difference to. Well, one day who drives through. And the name, Pastor, I haven't thought about this in years. One of the great directors is driving through from Sausalito. Where do you think that young man ended up? Yeah, in movies, right? That if we take that on, no matter what we're doing, the world will notice, call it the universal notice, your boss will notice, the president will notice, another company will notice, right? Elevation, you will be elevated, okay? So mastery is learning how to do your craft the best that you can do and constantly looking for new ways, innovation. A, authenticity. Being you, right? Being you, not what the world wants you to be. Being you, showing up the way you want to, not how the world wants you to, right? Authentic. If you, if you go to a restaurant and you want authentic Greek food, well, authentic usually means as close as it can be to the origin. Right. If you're going to if you're searching for authentic Greek food, what you're saying is you want to find a place that serves the most as close as the original. Right. Well, what's the original? I think it's how we came in the world. Look at how we came into the world. This is what we talk about in basic class. Just look at a child. Six months old, one year old, two years old. Everything we need, we show up. Right. Excited, angry, integrity. Right. In, in our emotions. <laughs> we get mad. We express it. We move on. Curiosity. I mean, see, that's the original. So authenticity 
what happens over time, you see a lot of people. And that's why I think these classes are so just mandatory now. <laughs> um, is it how easy it is to move away from that, from that powerful child that is creative and honest, only knows how to be honest, right? And, 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 and curious and sees a tree and wants to climb it, goes to the beach and wants to run, not lay down on towel. And over time, we start to get ego. And my, my acronym for ego is edge God out. It's like, God, you know what? You've done great, but I got it from here. I know what works now. Not trusting, not letting people in because you can't count on anybody. Let me tell you what my dad did. Let me tell you what my mom did. Let me, right. I got it from here, right? And then we start changing the game. And then we sometimes start changing it based on environment. Well, if I do this, people are going to think strange of me. If I do this, what will people think? I've, I've done these classes since I was listening to Kat say that. I'm like, 1988? My God, I'm old. But feel like I have more energy now than I've ever had. Right? Um, but I see so many people come through this who do have, I think, more and more now. What are people thinking? What are people thinking of me? right? To be you authentic. And if you don't know who your authentic self is, that would be a great, a great reason to, to do the work, to do the classes. And I don't care if you're grad. If that's an area that you really have not focused on is who is the most, the closest to the original. That's where your power is going to come from. Your power does not come from how do I need to be for other people, right? So authenticity. G, Guts. Now, there's a lot of words you can put here when you once you start with guts, right? Passion, intestinal fortitude, risk, right? Cli uh, skiing. Think about skiing. What makes a great skier? So now apply this. Of course, you can apply this to anything. But what makes a great skier? Not the bunny slope. What makes a great skier is the willingness, the guts to go down the hardest path down the mountain. That's what causes you to have to refine your tools, refine the ways that you do it. But doing what's comfortable and doing what feels good and doing what is not, doesn't work, right? Guts to break out of the box. Right. If you think of it, remember in the, in the basic course, we had the box, right? Living inside the box. I want you to imagine it this way. You're always attracting the box to you. I want you to picture that. If you remember in the class, you have the nine dots of the box. You're standing in the middle. I want you to imagine that you're always attracting the box. So the box is going, wanting to come to you because it's your beliefs, right? They're, they're yours. So imagine it's coming to you, right? Well, then if that was true, where would you want to be? Yeah. Think about that, because if you're outside the box, the box is going to go to you. And as long as you're moving, as long as you're climbing, as long as you're moving forward, guess what that box is doing? That box is opening up because it's always going to go toward you. Staying inside, it's just, it's old. It doesn't work. And I tell you, there's 
the world today, man, it's 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 a bit scary as far as how many people now just are so scared to do anything that's uncomfortable. I don't want to have my viewpoint challenged. I don't want to be confronted. I don't like confrontation. I don't like it's 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 alarming in my opinion. It's a dangerous maneuver is to be concerned and and not want wanting to feel comfortable and wanting to feel safe. That is a dangerous maneuver, especially in today's world. To have the guts to go for it, to have the guts to dig the biggest the best ditch versus no, I'll perform once you give me that great corner office and that salary, then you're gonna see me perform. No, you won't. The guts to dig the best ditch, the guts to do at this moment in time, at this call, fully present. And of course, you find yourself drifting up, back, fully present. That's guts versus, ah, eh, just take it easy. See what's here, right? Okay, let's keep going. I, you know what I is going to stand for? Integrity, right? Leadership of self. What's your reputation regards integrity? I mean, if you don't know, all you have to do is ask the people around you because they do. You do have a reputation about integrity. When you say you're going to be home at a certain time, what's that mean to people? Do they know that that means, well, that's an hour range. Or do they know that if you're not home at the time you said and you haven't called, time to call the police. Because you come home when you say you're going to be home. You take you tell your kid, son, it got dark before I caught it and we didn't go to the park. I want to acknowledge that. We said we're going to go to the park. We didn't do it. Tomorrow morning when we get up, we're going to the park. Do you wake up and go to the park, right? Do you do what you say you're going to do? Do you do what you tell other people you're going to do? That takes guts because what's the easiest thing to do is do whatever I want to do. The easiest thing is whatever I want to do. If I want to change my mind, I change my mind. I put that I'm going to go to that event on Facebook, but you know what? Something else came up because that's my powers. I can do anything I want to do. Now it's not. There's no power in that. The guts is I don't want to do what I said I'm going to do and I've got to do it. Right? The guts to go for it. The guts to go down the scariest slope. The guts to be innovative in your company. You don't own it. Don't have to own it to be innovative. Now, just think if you have, if you work in a company, just think if everybody did this, just think if everybody took leadership of self, stayed in your business. Okay. Next one, nobility. Nobility is, is adhering to a high standards of morals, a high standard of morals. Your morality the highest level. And then the last one, every day, E, every day. Now, if you, <laughs> if you want to do advanced work, change the day and put moment. If you want to do advanced work, so the E would be every moment. Innovative, mastery, authenticity, guts, integrity, nobility, every moment. That is staying in your business. And so let me have you uh, give you a couple things to remember here. I'm going to say something that's really abrupt here in a moment. So 
just be ready because you, you don't hear me talk this way. If you choose not to drive, shut up. <laughs> Let that in for a moment. If, <laughs> if you choose not to drive, shut up. Let the person who's driving drive. Why do you have to get in their business? Think about that. What if you let them drive? You're going to see places you've never seen before because they're going to go a different way. Oh, you don't like that, though. Control. Yeah, I'm not going to let my husband drive. He always makes mistakes. Hmm. Let him make mistakes. You might go to new places. You might see new things. Novelty, right? So, and that, that line there, if you choose not to drive, shut up, is not just about driving. I hope you know that. That even if a family, and, and say it is designated where so-and-so takes out the trash. Well, if you choose not to take out the trash, then let whoever's taken out the trash to take out the trash. Versus spend any energy on they're not doing it the right way. So I hope you heard that, that if you want to be productive and you want to be effective, that's one way to sabotage it quickly, is to focus outward on other people and what they're doing wrong. So staying in your business works. Next one, watch your opinions. Watch your need for opinions because opinions can quickly become beliefs. And once they go to the belief level, that's tougher to change. So in conversations, notice if you have to give an opinion. So stay in the question versus the answer. As long as we stay in questions, we can have conversations and conversations. Once we go to, I know something now. Well, conversation's over. We're just now doing opinions. So stay in the question. And I found myself yesterday when someone talked about that Trump is for sure going to win, right? And I'm not even having a political conversation, right? But what I wanted to do was get in there and just go, okay, do you notice that's a belief? You don't have the fact, but I found myself wanting to go there. And I just went, hmm, right? Boy, I was close to it, though. I wanted to. Not even about Trump. That's not what I'm talking about, but just that. You you know that or is that a belief, right? So here's something that will help maybe. I posted this not long ago. It got a lot of great <laughs> uh, comments and that is learn this phrase. I don't know all the facts to formulate an intelligent opinion. How intelligent is that? I don't have all the facts. And if you notice what's going on out there, how many people have opinions without the facts? And that's just wasting energy, wasting time. Stay in your business. Now, unless you're in the political world, well, of course you would do that. You know what I'm talking about. That, that, that's your business. Okay. Here's another one to learn. <clears throat> Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone is on their own journey, not yours. Makes it easier when you see somebody doing something that you don't do. And you, part of you wants to go, idiot. Why don't they drive like I do? This can help a lot is that everybody is on their own journey and what they're doing right now is exactly what they're supposed to be doing. How do we know? Because it's what they're doing. And if we can get off the need that it needs to be different, we can be much more effective. Okay. <clears throat> so 
This whole idea of staying in your business is a mindset. And if you'll practice this mindset, even if you don't use the acronym, leadership of where I stand right now, you'll see how effective you are. You will automatically wake up and start doing things. You really will. Your behavior follows, okay? So what I like to do right now is to take on some questions, all right? So Kat, are you there? And if you would, the first question, please. Before we go into questions, I do want to take a moment for all of the people listening in who have not yet done our classes. If you want more tools to support you in your personal growth and living your best life, the PSI Basic Course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for the results you really want to create in your life, at the PSI Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. The Basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. If there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then go to psibasicseminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country as well as online, so find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's psibasicseminar.com. Now for some questions. First off, from M.M., What are some tips for keeping all of the areas of your life in balance while going after a big goal? Mm. M&M. Okay. Um, You know, this, this, this question comes up often um, about balance and just a thought about balance. Uh, and, And, you know, in all of our trainings, we stay far away from telling people what to do. And so this, this is a little bit tricky right now. Of, uh, I don't want to give advice after especially what I just said, right? Um, so instead, what we can do here is stay in the question and have some thoughts around the question, okay? Versus now, here's what you need to go do. Um, because why? I believe you already know what to do. And now that's a stand that we take that we all know what to do. The answers are within ourselves. And what this work is, is finding that way to get to those answers. So I'm definitely not going to give you those because those are, those would just be mine. But here's an interesting idea or a thought around balance is look to see if the need for balance is authentic. Let me explain. I'm not saying that you're lying. That's not what I mean by that. That is that need for balance coming from authenticity, or is it that we read that, that we should be in balance? And just to check in, is that something I heard from somebody else that sounded good? And check in and go, is balance really important? Let me give you an example of of where it's not, or where it can be a very fatal maneuver. Um. Say that you've got, oh, 
you know, three or four things going on in your life. You got a relationship, you've got your health, you got stuff going on and you decide to open a business. Say you want to open a restaurant. Anybody here who's opened a restaurant, you know exactly what I'm about to say. <laughs> and it's not just restaurant. It's just what I did before I came into the, the seminar business. You are not going to have balance in your life if you open a restaurant because you'll be at that restaurant 16, 17, 18 hours a day at the beginning. And so to even have that need that I have to have balance can be destructive because you, I'm not going to say you don't need it, but really look at, do you, do you really need it? Or can you go full on into opening that business and keeping an eye on the others, right? If you remember the peace of mind square, Eminem, you remember that on, on, on in the basic course, if you did that, the basic, the peace of mind square, right? We've got the physical side. Right. If you imagine a square again, you got a physical side, you got an emotional side, which are basically you know, relationships. You have a mental side, the way that we think. This is our, our wealth side. This is our business. This is our grades. And then we have a spiritual. Right. So even in the workings of that, that at times you're not going to be in balance. A lot of times you're not if you're working on a certain area. So say one of those areas is lowest where well, you got to put some energy and some love into that one. So it's going to grow. And the other ones aren't right now. And that is absolutely okay if you keep your eye on them, not ignore your relationships. And then the other part is how important communication is. I cannot stress that enough that if you are going out of balance for a good reason, opening a business or doing something like that, the, the communication can save everything as long as everybody is informed. Because if we're not informed, we have to make things up. Our mind is constantly making things up. And so all of a sudden you go away from me and you're working hard and I don't see you anymore and I'm not ex communicated with, I have to make up something. And usually what we make up is so far from the truth, right? So um, look at the need for balance. Is, is it really, really important you have balance? Keep an eye on everything. Communication. That's such a key. All right. All right, Kat, next question, please. Next up from JR. How to stay focused and positive in this world with the virus and negative politics, etc. I do hope that you now have that answer. I really do. I'm serious. I hope you do have that answer now after what the teachings I just did. And that would be to stay in your business. Maybe another way to hear it is focus on what you can control. You cannot control the pandemic. You cannot control politics. The only control you have is a vote. I, I believe, unless you're in politics, right? But if you're not in politics, vote. Don't watch the news. And that's, that's, that's if you really want to be effective. Um, I finally found a news channel because I do want to see, if you will, the highlights of what's going on in the world. I don't want to hear people's opinions about it. You know, like they'll have a, like CNN, if you watch it and I'm not, I'm picking on CNN, but any of them do it. They'll show you something that happened and they'll have five people discuss what it means. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what happened. And there's a channel called Newsy, kind of a weird name, but I, now I get out of listening to everybody's opinion about it. Show me what happened. Let me have my mind on that one. Okay. So stay in your business, turn off the social media unless you need social media for your business. 
But think about if you don't use social media for your business, why do you get on there? And is it effective reason of why you get on there? Or do you get lost in it? Do you get stirred up? Do you get wound up? Do you get frustrated? Well, that's more important to you than being effective then. I know it's harsh, but I hope that I hope you get that, that if you're really serious about being centered and being positive and be, you got to get out of the negativity. If you put a positive person and a negative person in the same room long enough, guess who's walking out? Two negative people. You got to have two or more to combat that. Right. So a lot of negativity out there. Is that really what you want to play? Is that where you want to have? You're not going to change it. You're not going to change it. Your post, my post, I'm not going to change it. So why plan it? So listen to, if you would, the teaching again and answer that for yourself now of how to stay up, how to stay positive. Because if you're taking leadership in this moment right now, positive is really easy. If you want to be the best you can be right now at folding clothes, at instructing that this would be the last podcast I ever do possibly. How do I want it to end? Right? Now, see, these are all things that we can do with our mind. You change your mind, you change your behavior, you change your everything. All right? So listen to it again with those ears of that same question, and, and, and it'll you'll hear what you need to hear, man. All right? Okay, Kat, next question. Next up from TW. How do I identify areas that need to be changed in order to be more effective? Great question. Great question. <clears throat> what I would say on that is like, like almost any notification, I think, of what we need to focus on, what we need to put attention on. Um, so think of it as this way. If you are running and you injure your ankle. I now take that picture away, right? Um, how do you know you need to pay attention to it? Is because of the pain, the un, at least the uncomfortableness. If you didn't have those emotions, you'd be crippled. Does that make sense that you would not even know that there was an injury and you'd continue to run on it and you would literally destroy the bones in your leg. So what does pain do? Pain causes us to stop. Have you ever seen like, have you ever watched football or anything? When someone gets hurt, what do they do? Their hands go right to where it hurts on their body, right? They hold it like, ah. So that shows us, okay, we've got to pay attention to this area right here. Same thing in our life. What emotions do you have? That's why the bottom of the, of the, of the square, peace of mind, emotional, is if, you're, if you haven't shut down emotions yet. If you haven't gotten cynical, if you haven't gotten sarcastic enough and, and you still have the range of emotions that you feel love and compassion and, 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 and of course, and frustration. But if, as long as you're staying open emotionally, then your emotions will tell you your emotions will tell you what areas you need to focus on. And that goes back to what I said earlier that we talked about in the basic course, that if you operate from I have the answers, I don't need it from anywhere else. That's getting in other people's business, thinking that I should have the answer from somebody else. If you believe that we're all connected, the answers that are available to you are available to me. Thomas Edison said this, that if you have an idea for something, 
The solution is connected to the idea. If you have an idea for something, the solution is connected to the idea or you wouldn't have had the idea. Now, how do you find that solution? You got to go inward. And see, another great reason to do work. Um, if anybody here suffers from depression and you think about that feeling of depression, where do you feel that? You don't feel it outside. You feel it inside. That's where we got to go. Your command center, your control center is in the inside. It's not on the outside. It's not on the outside. It's on the inside. And to go inward to get the answers, right? To clear out beliefs that say anything different about that, right? And to know that you are connected to your answers. I, I say it this way. In your life, you are the problem. And therefore, you are the solution. You're the only one that's a solution to your problems. Now, I have an internal little battle right there with my relationship with God. Okay, so um, I do believe I'm connected, right? So I'm not saying that it's me, me, me. No, I am connected to something that's very, very big. So that's what I mean by that. I have my own answers, right? Okay. All right. Next question, Kat. Next up from DM, how do you establish boundaries? Ooh. Okay. Again, I don't want to have a course on, you know, telling you what, what to do, but just a, a great question. Stay in the question. If you go back to the uh, acronym, imagine, uh, you might find an answer there, uh, or at least a place to start more questions. And that would be authenticity. Okay. Um, you know, Kat and I were just talking yesterday. Great, great conversation, at least from, from my perspective, <laughs> brilliant conversation yesterday helped me a lot. Um, but she, we were talking about how, how, how struggling, how challenging it can be for someone to just simply ask what they want or to speak what they want in a relationship, right? What they need emotionally, maybe even what they need sexually, what they need, you know, in the house that it can be so difficult for people to just come out and, and, and to, to ask for it. Right. So if you work with authenticity and you find that place that is as close as the original, right? And I would say start there. Not anybody else's boundaries. No. What are yours? And when you're doing this, make sure you're staying in your business. Not what your husband or your wife or your kids want for you as a boundary. Go inward with it. If you have done the classes, go right to workshop. I really mean it. And for those of you who have not been to workshop today or yesterday, um, go back, get the cobwebs out, <laughs> right? And I'm not putting you down at all because sometimes it takes a couple of years for people to really get, wow, that does work. That's a very advanced tool. I want you to hear that. Workshop, very advanced tool, even though it's on our very first training. Right. Um, but it's a way for you to contemplate. It's a way for you to go back to authenticity and really get clear. What do you want? Right. What do you want? Not what anybody else wants. What do you want? And then what would that boundary be? And then just a really strong suggestion. Don't ever break it. Don't let anybody else break it. Right. OK, Kat, next question. 
Next, we have another MM here. How do I get myself to do the things I'm in complete resistance to? For example, cold calling. <laughs> oh, this is a great one. Okay, so you're in resistance because why? Right, think about that, Eminem. Think about that. Why are you in resistance? What is it about cold calling that you're in resistance to? Now, what I mean by that is it's your way of thinking. Always goes back to it. You have a perception about cold calling that is negative. And if you don't like the word negative, use something else, counterproductive, not effective, whatever it may be. But you have a viewpoint about cold calling. Um, it might be connected to, don't know, sales, right? Um, and if you have any kind of a negative, you know, attachment or story about sales, you're never going to be good at it. You just got to own that one. You'll fight it all the time. And you know what that fight is because there's a part of you inside that says, pick up that phone, man. That's your path to liberty right there. One of the best jobs you can ever have is sales. One of the best jobs you can ever have is sales because you're in complete control. You don't have a salary, right? And if you took leadership of self right now and became the best salesman right now and you loved sales and you saw people in the world who were great at sales, Take a look. Who are some of the greatest salespeople in our existence? You'll see the greatest people. They always were influencing, always were selling the product. Always. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, these are salespeople that are professional, right? Elon Musk, one of the best. Okay. So if you're having resistance, changing behavior is never going to work. You got to go in, and here's a recommendation. Write down what are your negative beliefs about, uh, I kind of went off into sales, but, and if, if that's not it, then just cold calling. And if it is attached to sales then to sit down and actually write, what are my beliefs? What am I, uh, negative? What are my, uh, uh, destructive? What are my not effective beliefs about my position? And if you're not willing to change those beliefs, you're always going to struggle. But the one thing that you can do, that's what this work is about. The one thing you do control, and the and if I can be bold here, the only thing you control, not even your body. You don't control your body most of it. Nervous system does. So you don't mean by you. You don't consciously control your body. You're being breathed. You don't breathe, right? Think about that. If we had to consciously breathe and beat our heart and everything, we wouldn't go far, Right. So that's automatic. You don't have to worry about that. But the one thing you do have control over is the way you think. Remember in the basic course, you walked in, you saw that big sign on the back of the wall. What did it? No, the front, excuse me, the front. I, I see it from the back because I'm always in front. Um, what's it say? To think is to create. And sometimes that takes years for people to really understand what the depth of that, right? Um, Mr. Will, I said, Anybody can change the way they think, but very few people will keep those thoughts changed for very long. So it's not about changing a conscious decision. It's about going in and breaking up beliefs that you have that are limiting you. 
And that's what the work is. That specifically is in the area of life success course is to create a successful inner workings to create modules, beliefs, opinions, viewpoints that are successful versus one that you're battling with right now. Okay. Best to you, man. Best to you. All right. Next question. From TB. Is it really me who determines what is to be? Hmm. We're going, we're going deep here now. <laughs> this is going to be a short answer. I don't know. What do you believe? I mean, really, that's it. Um, I don't, I cannot say that for you. You know, but I will say this, you do have a belief. And whatever your belief is dictates how you interact with it. Whatever you believe, and, and PSI seminars, all the classes we do, never, ever, ever tell anybody what to believe. It's not what we do. That is so far away from what we do. But we take a lot of pride in that we never tell people what to do. We never tell people what to think. It's an opportunity. Like if you listen to Kat at the beginning, an opportunity for you to learn about you, for you to know you. Now, here's something interesting. Um, I had a, a conversation with a, with a wonderful lady just the other day. And uh, she, she said this, that remember, Tim, God is the one in charge of how long we live, not you. Not man is what she was saying. I posted about I have if I'm going to live till 80, I have 2,900 days left or something like that. 2,920 days if I'm going to make it to 80. And uh, so she goes, just remember, God is in control, not you, um, not man. And so we're talking. I said, is that a belief? Or is that a fact that God is in control, not me? I don't control. Right. And she said, no, that's a fact. And we had a great conversation. And what was so beautiful about her is she was willing to actually alter a belief. Most people do not. And I tell you what, that is one of the biggest problems we have in the world right now is the idea of that being positioned as strength, that this is the way that it is. This is the way that I think anybody who does not think that way, enemy. Right. Very few people are willing to change their perspective. Here's a great exercise you can do is think of a person that you, you uh, have had in your life where you had some difficulties. You had some challenges in, in your inner mind. You, you didn't like them. You would think of them and get upset. Right now, think of the last time that you had someone like that. And then the last time that you changed your perspective about them instead of carrying that same perspective for 20 or 30 years. Uh, you have someone that goes that you work with that always screws up. The only thing you'll ever see is how that person screws up until you change your belief about that person. But that's what most people don't do. They just think that that's the way that it is. So in your question, what do you believe? And watch what happens when you do shift what you believe. Because you can believe either way. You can believe no. You can believe yes. That's your mind. That's the power of your mind. You can believe whatever you want to. It's just what the point is, is whatever you believe dictates how you show up. So if you're wanting to show up different, look at the belief. All right. Great question, though. Great question. All right, Kat. Next question. 
Well, we do have quite a few people listening in who haven't yet done our classes. And I know you have referenced some of the different exercises. I was hoping that before you go into the takeaways, you could just take a couple of minutes to talk about the series of classes that PSI Seminars offers and what makes them so effective. Okay, Kat, I'm just going to ask that you uh, don't let me go for six hours on this, please. Because I can, you know that. So my favorite topic. Okay, here we go. Children's class. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. And I'm not joking. We have a, a PSI Seminars has an incredible children's class that is from five to 12 years old. I'm not going to talk much about that. But if you do have kids and you want them to have the best odds of being successful and fulfilled and happy, put them in the work at five years old. My daughter did it at five years old. Woo. Okay. Now, uh, adults, 13, uh, 13 and up, as long as both parents have done the basic, then if you're 13, you can do it. But if not, it's 18 years old. Um, the basic course, that's the foundation, right? Um, the basic course is an opportunity to come in and just stop the game and to look at the game, to, to, to contemplate, to own the game. What, what's the game? The way we live our life. And again, PSI seminars does not tell you how you live your life. There's no way we could do that. But the state of the art exercises, and I'm not joking, you'll notice that when you're in them. You're like, who created these things? Because what you're going to do is do exercises where you will see yourself like you've never seen yourself before. Nobody else can see you that way. Only you can. You are the problem. Therefore, you are the solution. So it's really just stopping and becoming more aware of yourself than you have ever been. And that's our guarantee. If that doesn't happen, get your money back. Right after class, get your money back. You can you can send off for it, right? They'll give you everything, but I think $50 back, right? So um, so that's the first step, you know, stopping and becoming aware of it. And then the next step, life success course, I already uh, addressed that a moment, is to really, really go for having the inside game, the inner game. You've heard that before. The game is won in the locker room. The game is won in your mind before you step out on the field. When you get to a pro level, it's not who's in better shape. At the highest level, they're all in shape. It's who's got the strongest mind, right? And the mind was before you even got on the field, right? Okay, so to make sure that your system on the inside, your belief structure, your mentality is one of success versus destruction, right? And that is a very powerful class is the life success course. Now, once you have got your structure set, if you will, now how do we live our life? And that's where leadership comes in. And that's why this was so, so important to me to do this. Uh, I have the opportunity to facilitate the men's class, the men's leadership seminar. Um, and it really is taking leadership of self, going to the highest level that we, that we can possibly go to with ourself with our children, with our relationships. And it's a, it's a journey. It's always a journey. It's not about going up there and it's all done. That's not what it is. That's not how life works. But to, to live our highest good and to keep going for it and to keep going for it. And if we have an opportunity to maybe put a hand out and to offer somebody else encouragement, I'm not, I'm not saying put a hand out and give advice. I'm not saying put a hand out and tell people what to do, but to put a hand out for those who, 
who want to move and want to grow, that's a part of leadership too. Okay. So what makes them, and I have the, I have the, the opportunity to facilitate those classes. And I really do mean that since 1990. Um, why these classes are so great is because of what I said. No one is telling you what to do. No one is telling you how to live your life. No one is controlling you. What everything is, Mr. Wilhite said, the, the co-founder of PSI Seminars, Mr. Wilhite said, every exercise that you do in all of our trainings are a leadership exercise. Not leading people, leadership of self. And that's why it's so great. It's not advice. It's not concepts that we say you must go live for you to ever have a chance at being successful. None of that. You're going to take on you. And I tell you what, is there a better journey? I don't think so. And that's why people leave the classes and really, even to level of almost insisting everybody in their life to do it because it's so powerful. It's so responsible. It's so healthy when we just take a look at ourselves and get out of other people's business. Let me look at me. Let me, Mother Teresa said, if we all cleaned our front porch, the world would be clean, right? So it's experiential. It's not information. You're going to know more about you. You're going to learn more about you than you've ever learned in your life by doing these classes. And the other great thing is we have live trainings. We've always done live trainings. Um, you're with other people. You have maybe, you know, 40, 50, 100 people in the room that want to be better human beings. Wow. Just that energy, for, even if it's a basic course for three days, all that energy going through you, just people that are wanting to be better and there's no comparison to the person sitting next to you. Because see, comparison doesn't work in leadership. Comparison does not work in leadership. Complaining does not work in leadership. Um, acknowledging, respecting, have that energy going through you. That's why you can come back and re-audit anytime you want to. The basic course, you can come back in and be back in that energy. It's just wonderful. Now, because of the times that have changed, we have also had to, we're not going to fight it. I, I'm not saying we haven't fought it. Please don't hear that. We're all fighting it. Uh, um, we're doing the best we can do. Um, but we've made a change too. And we're now doing online basic, um, meaning that you can do the basic course at home. Uh, it's not pre-recorded. It is in the moment, real time, I guess that's called. Uh, I have the opportunity to do the next one, uh, which is August uh, 28th. And you can register for that uh, and do that uh, at your home. Or there are some cities. Now you have to understand that we would not do a basic course if we were not following all protocols, all safety regulations. Um, and so that's why it's not available in every city that we have usually classes. So there's a couple of cities that are because of state regulations that we are following everything and, uh, and we're able to do a class. So we have some live classes right now. And then we have the, uh, uh, the one online again, that you can register for that course. So, uh, just anybody who's on here, who has not been, I would say this, there's a part of you right now that wants to grow or you wouldn't be on this call. You definitely wouldn't be here on this call at this point. There's a part of you that's wanting to grow. Remember how I talked about when we hurt ourselves, we feel something. There's a part of you that got you on this call. There's a part of you that wants to grow. I hope you honor that part of you and not all the reasons why you cannot because there's something inside you telling you Let's go. Let's grow. Let's take ourselves on. So I hope you honor that and get yourself registered. And I hope I get to see you. <laughs> All right. So what I want to do right now is um, 
a couple of takeaways to leave us with. Um, stay in your business. Stay out of other people's business. If anything, look across the street with respect versus judgment versus what's wrong. Stay focused on your floor. Stay focused on your shelves. Stay focused on your service. I tell you what, in today's times, we don't have time to be in other people's business. Right? With what we're going to have to change to come out of this, and I do, I do, I do believe this that we're going to come out of this so much stronger if we'll all do this and just stay in our own business and be the absolute best. You're sitting in an office right now. It's nighttime. You're probably not in an office. You might not be on the computer. I just got me. I got some people in trouble. I don't know. So next time you go to your office and you're in your cubicle and 300 or more people in their cubicle and you're taking leadership. Just think if everybody did that, right? So stay in your own business. If you choose not to drive, shut up. Please try that. Please give that one a chance, okay? Stay out of other people's business and imagine. Use that if you would. I mean, that's a, it's an advanced one. Innovation, mastery, authenticity, guts, integrity, nobility, every moment. Those are the takeaways. All right, Kat, it's yours. Appreciate having you on the podcast teaching about effectiveness essentials. Thank you so much, Tim, for sharing your wisdom and experience with us. Thank you. Thank you, Kat. And thank you, everybody. Yes. Thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, August 11th with PSI Director of Training, Kathy Quinlan Perez, talking about leadership in uncertain times. You can register now at psilive.com and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psilive.com. If you are getting value from our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes Definitely share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com where you'll find information about the class as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.